Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Today's show will feature interviews with entertainment sports host Lindsay McCormick and neuroscientist Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports 365 days a year. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, here's Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Good friend of ours coming into the show. Uh, you, you know her as uh, kind of the uh, fantasy sports, sports guru. She's, she's big in boxing, the NFL, uh, but she's got a hit show that she's with right now that's uh, airing in year two called Elevator Pitch, and we're going to talk to her about that. Lindsay McCormick's with us. Lindsay, how are you, my friend? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Awesome, awesome. It's uh, it's great to have you in. And, you know, normally normally we're talking about, you know, fantasy sports. Of course, the NFL is going on right now. So what's your, give me your fantasy sports tip as we're, what, week three? Well, right now my team's being saved by Cam Newton and DeAndre Hopkins. But I get nervous because a lot of my players have been injured already. I had Greg Olson, and that's, that's sad that he – I guess after so many seasons, it, it, he's constantly dealing with injuries, and I guess that's what happens as you get older. So I guess my fantasy tip would be to, if you're in doubt, always go with the younger guys because they don't, <laughs> seem, to <get> <laughs> they don't seem to get as injured quite as often as the, the older guys. But DeAndre Hopkins is right now pulling my team. I think I'm, I'm, in, I'm tied for fourth place after two weeks. Who's your backup tight end? Um. Well, right now I have Eric Ebron, who had 26 points last week. So that's, that's – he's been a good replacement. I'll say that. But I'm, I'm so nervous this season because, like I said, DeAndre Hopkins is saving my team, but he doesn't practice throughout the week because of injuries, and then somehow he manages to play on Sundays. But maybe that's his approach. So here's the thing that I'm excited about, though, is – you uh, you don't you don't ever stumble into anything, but but did you ever think that this show Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch that's you're filming season three and it's season two is on YouTube? Millions of people watch this show. Uh, Sprint is the sponsor of the show. Apparently, um, how did you get involved in Elevator Pitch? And, and you know, tell us about you know about the premise of the show. So I the the reason I got involved. In- it's kind of a longer story. Um, I don't know how much time we have. We don't. I, <laughs> I'm just like you. I'm just like you, Roman. I like to branch out every now and then and keep myself from getting too complacent. So after sports, I had a handle on the sports broadcasting world. I was like, you know what? I kind of want to do something different and try to set myself and my family up for our future. And I started to look into investing in, in tech. And I had filmed a movie called The Bounce Back, and my executive producer, Ray Brown, said to me, I have an interesting opportunity for you. Can I introduce you to this guy named Trevor, who is the CEO of Mobio and ePlay Digital? And I said, okay. Uh, he told me that they were about to launch this fourth version of Pokemon Go and asked if I wanted to be a part of it. And I thought you know, what an interesting opportunity. It still has that sports component, but I could get to embrace the tech world a little more and get to learn about investing in tech and 
be a part of something really cool. Plus, worked with Entrepreneur Magazine, and I met Dave Meltzer, Metzler, and he told me about Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch, and they had just filmed season one, and they were casting season two. Um, so then he introduced me to Bill Shaw, who was with Entrepreneur Magazine, and it's this Elevator Pitch is, is his baby. And I got involved because it, it made sense from the tech side of things as well as the sport side. And season two was so neat for me because it was kind of a merging of the two worlds. We had a lot of sports-related investors that were judges from Danica Patrick to Rashad Jennings running back for the Giants and Warren Moon. And then this season's been a bit different. We just finished filming season three and it's about to air this month because the judges were quite different. It was more um, business-oriented judges from Jeff Kleinfelter, who had been on Wall Street for 20 years, to Kimberly Greenfer, who's a senior vice president with Front Business Solutions. Uh, women entrepreneurs that have gotten involved that I've looked up to for a long time from John LaFrieda to Kathleen Griffith. I think I've, I've gotten everyone's name in there right now. <laughs> but, well, um, I'm talking to, I'm, we're talking to Lindsay McCormick. Um, he's, she's a judge on elevator pitch and, you know, a lot of people have probably seen Shark Tank. So they got an idea of, you know, people who have ideas for businesses come in and pitch their businesses to to get funded or to get help to get started or or to continue their success. But people talk about an elevator pitch. Um, Talk about what an elevator pitch is for people. So for this show, we took the the term that's used quite often in business, elevator pitch, pretty literally, and the entrepreneurs get into an actual elevator. They have 60 seconds pitch their concept in an elevator pitch format, which is essentially what is your what are your key points to sell your concept, to sell your product, uh, to get in to get money for your company. And we took it literally, we took the entrepreneurs in an actual elevator, gave them sixty seconds to deliver their elevator pitch. And if the judges like them, they send them up to the boardroom and then it is essentially becomes a shark tank esque type show. And if we don't like them, then we send them down. <laughs> but I always feel so bad about that. See, <laughs> I just, your personality, Lindsay, I just can't imagine you sending someone down. <laughs> you're so, you're so sensitive and you're, you have such a good heart for people. So it, so you're, you're probably getting thicker skin on this show, right? I am, but I just have to keep reminding myself that is is it a good business deal? Because if it's not a good business deal, they I mean, I feel like a lot of these entrepreneurs don't take it personal and they know that we're in the right mind frame of, okay, it's not it's not them we're sending down. It's the concept we think either needs more polishing or they need to spend more time developing their business plan before they come back for another season. So it's not, it's nothing personal. <laughs> okay, so tell me, so tell me, so tell me uh, like the, the wildest pitch that you've heard that was a great pitch that actually went, went, that the judges went for it. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Um, I will say the craziest thing I've seen is when people have a concept without a proof of concept, 
and they come on the show with this crazy valuation. It's like, they're like, oh, we're seeking $100 million. And we just all look at each other. We're like, you don't even have previous sales. We don't understand where you're getting this valuation from. So I would say that that kind of was something that made a, either made them or broke them was their valuation. So you have to have a reasonable valuation, especially if you don't have previous sales. Lindsay McCormick's with us. Uh, she's a judge on Elevator Pitch. It'll be hitting for season three on YouTube. Millions of listeners, so you want to look forward to that. When, when, is the, when does season three start and is available on YouTube? It, it's going to start this month. I believe okay, so coming up. Least, yeah, coming up in the next week or two. Is it really cool, Lindsay, though, to see, uh, you know, people off the streets and the incredible ideas that they have? And, of course, that's kind of the core of our country, right? I mean, that people can take an idea and turn it into something spectacular and, and, and make a living from it and, and develop a product that helps people all over the country. Oh, it's, it's my favorite part. So everyone always jokes that when the entrepreneurs come up, one of my favorite questions to ask entrepreneurs is, how did you come up with this idea? Because the stories behind the ideas to me are the most fascinating part of it all. Like we had a diaper related concept and the stories of this man and his wife getting up in the middle of the night to change diapers and they had to come up with a solution. I don't know if I came up with this concept because I was delirious at three in the morning changing diapers or if it, with something else, but the stories behind these ideas are my favorite part. Okay, so quickly, about a minute left uh, with Lindsay McCormick, sports guru, fantasy guru. She's got it all going on. <laughs> Elevator pitch coming up this month on YouTube for season three. Watch her try not to feel sorry for people for people when they get loaded in the elevator <laughs> and go down. Is there is a couple of things maybe you're working on, or is there anything coming up for you? For me, the focus coming up is going to be NBA, which I'm really excited about, to be honest, because with LeBron now heading to L.A., there's a lot of, of big storylines, and I think people are more excited than ever about the NBA. Well, that is so cool. Um, if you want to get hold of Lindsay, I tell you, she's very popular on social networking, so you can check her out uh, at M underscore sports on Twitter. Uh, you can check her Instagram account, which always is interesting. Um, you can do that uh, at Lindsay McCormick Sports. And, of course, um, this website uh, at lindsaymccormick.com. Lindsay, this, this, uh, whoever took the photos on this uh, cover page for you, wow. This is like a, you know, straight up black and white, I mean, art stuff. I mean, this is really good stuff for you. I, I was impressed. Oh, thank you. It's such a nice site. Very nice. Very well done. I've, you know, the, the thing I want to tell everybody about Lindsay is, is that, you know, there are, there are people that are worried that Hollywood and sports, you know, what are we going to do, you know, about getting Christians in that space? Well, this young lady is in the space of Hollywood, fashion, sports. So the cool thing about Lindsay is, is she represents what I like about you, Lindsay, is that you're a real role model for a lot of young girls and young kids that are out there where you don't have to give up your sexuality to be smart and to be uh, well-prepared and to be good at what you do. Um, you're at definitely a role model to a lot of people out there. Thank you. I really, really appreciate you saying that. It's really a nice compliment. Well, I'm a nice guy. That's the good news. <laughs>
But no, I, I really appreciate what you do, um, that you have a great example uh, for the Lord out there in everything that you do. And that's why I love working with you. And that's why I like to see these new things that you're doing. So remember Elevator Pitch coming up on YouTube at the end of this month. See Lindsay try to keep her ugly side, you know, uh, in, under control. And uh, there's going to be people pitching a lot. Maybe I should pitch a deal to you guys, Lindsay. Maybe, maybe I should come up the elevator, see what I can do. You should. I feel like you. <laughs> we would give you a deal. <laughs> yeah, just depends on what kind of deal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, your bad faith is reasonable. You there you go. There you go. Well, Lindsay McCord, Lindsay, it always goes by fast with you. I appreciate you coming on and telling us about all the new stuff. Keep us in touch on the stuff that's going on, and we will uh, talk to you very soon. Thank you for having me. Lindsay McCormick, Elevator Pitch, Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch. When we come back, more on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. You're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with neuroscientist Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. Welcome back to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Uh, Dr. Christian Willemeyer is with us, and well, as a neuroscientist in so many different areas about how the brain works and how it affects our life and uh, working with organizations such as the California Women's Conference, Gordon Research Conference, NFL Players Association, NFL Retired Players. So uh, she's got her hands in a lot of things. Doctor, uh, welcome to the show. Roman, thank you so much for having me on today. It truly is a, a pleasure being here with you. Well, I'm really excited to have you on because, uh, you know, we've had a lot of people come on our show re- regarding the concussion issue, both at the youth level and at the professional football level. And, um Football in general, if, if we don't get better educated and we don't get better information out to our parents out there, and ours is a family organization in terms of our network, uh, faith, family, and sports, um, you know, what do we have to do in terms of educating our parents to, you know, how to look at uh, these situations, not just in football, but soccer and basketball and volleyball and, and all the youth sports that are out there? Well, Roman, you bring up such a good issue, and I'm going to preface this by saying before I started doing research in this area, so for for those of you who don't know my background, I I had the great opportunity of working with Daniel Amen and the Amen Clinic back in 2009, and we ran which one of the first large-scale brain imaging studies in professional football players, and we really wanted to study the question, does playing football cause brain trauma? And if so, are there things we can do to rehabilitate brain function? And because of that work, I've had the great fortune of interfacing with many wonderful um, professional athletes across a variety of sports, football, hockey, soccer, MMA fighters, boxers, professional jockeys. And I will tell you, Prior to doing this work back in 2009, um, I've been very open um, to kids playing sports. I think there are so many good things that come from participation in athletics. I myself was an equestrian, so I grew up showing horses starting at age 7 all the way through age 17 um, with aspirations to becoming a professional athlete or an Olympic athlete. So... 
on one hand, I am very much pro-athlete and pro-sport. But since we started doing this work back in 09, and, and I've been working with families and watching what happens after their children get concussions or they might not even have concussions. They may just have um, sub-concussive events that lead to um, headaches, daily um, inability to focus and perform well in school, mood issues. So I've, I've changed my position just based on what I've seen. And, you know, I really want to sort of illuminate the fact that, you know, playing these sports does cause damage to the brain. I mean, every time you get a hit, even if it's just uh, not a concussion, but a subconcussive event, you get a sort of a pulling or shearing or tearing of the delicate neurons in the brain. And when this is done repeatedly over time, over the course of years, weeks, months, um, decades, we then see some of the longer-term effects of memory issues and temper problems. So, you know, if I were a parent today, you know, with a child playing one of these sports, you know, the first thing that I would do is really watch your child, you know, watch them when they get home from from playing, you know, do they show any signs of, you know, not performing well in school, having mood issues, and if they are, we want to get them checked out, and you know, I know you had Meryl Hodge on, who is a dear friend of mine. We've had many great conversations about this. I also think it's really important to support your child's brain health. So if they're going to play these sports, then I want you to get ahead of the curve and do things um, through diet and lifestyle choices that will help protect those delicate neurons in the brain. So how much do you think the safety issue has been addressed, and do you think there's still more that can be done? I think it's wonderful that we're actually having a dialogue on this. So that's maybe one of the points of illumination in this whole issue around concussion. So again, back when you were playing, nobody was talking about it. Back when I showed horses, I will tell you, I've fallen off hundreds of times. So I am right there with you. And, you know, we had better helmets. We then had straps on our helmets. So when we fell off, the helmet wouldn't go flying off. So I think we've come a long way in the last, you know, especially the last 10 years. And I think on the helmet technology side, I mean, what I'd like to teach parents is there's no helmet that is going to protect your brain from a concussion. It will protect your skull from getting fractured. But what they are doing with the helmets or the things that they're putting on the inside are helping to reduce the linear and rotational acceleration that occurs when you get a hit. And when I really look at kids who are going to play these sports for five, ten years, if we can reduce the G-forces by 10%, 20%, 30%, that's a good thing. And that's going to help protect that, the health and longevity of your brain. And one thing that I like to tell parents is create a team of, have, have a team of clinicians around your child. So say you have a child who's playing football, collegiate football, um, maybe you want to not only have your family physician, but have a neurologist available that you can have as part of your team to consult with when your child has an issue. Um, how long should I wait till I allow my child to play contact football? A lot of kids are today are playing Pop Warner football at the age of 9 and 10 years old, like I started out playing. 
Um, no, I probably got more injuries in Pop Warner than I did in the NFL. And and that's that's exactly the case. I, I've watched that show on Netflix. I think it's called Friday Night Tykes, and you see these, you know, kids with their little heads. You know, they don't have any neck strength. They take a hit to the head. They hit the ground. So our brains are in a developmental phase all the way until the age of 25. So your brain isn't fully matured until 25. So now as somebody who's been on the side of working with kids and pro athletes who've had brain damage, uh, you know, my gut feeling is to really guide children into sports that don't have the head as a part of the game. Um, and if you're going to have your child participate in a collision-based sport, because even at age 15, so I know they're changing the rules where, you know, is it age 12 where they can play contact sport or is it age 14? You know, there's really no age during that developmental period where I think I would want to put my child in a position where he could be harming his brain. So that's why I like basketball. I like baseball. I like swimming. There are so many sports that kids yeah. can participate in now that don't have the head as a part of the game. But if you're a parent and your child is playing football, the way I would then rephrase this dialogue is, okay, we've accepted he's going to play. Let's get on a brain-healthy program. You know, you want to eat foods that are going to support the health of the brain. You want to have a nutrient protocol that's going to support the health of the brain. You may want your child to do something called neurofeedback, um, which is a way we can help support neural connections in the brain. So I would then take on a very proactive brain support program. Um, and, and I think you can appreciate why, why I'm saying yeah. this, right, Roman? Sure, yeah, <laughs> I've, just very, seen, very, I've just seen too much. So it's, sure. It, it's you want to err on the side me. of safety for your kids. And uh, we're talking to Dr. Christian Willemeyer here on Sold Out Sports Talk. And, you know, uh, another thing that's been brought up is soccer such a popular sport in our country. And a lot of people think, well, the alternative to football is soccer. But per capita, isn't it true that there are more concussions in soccer than there are football? Do you think that helmets should be a part of soccer? Ah, that's a good question. I feel that soccer can be a safe sport without the headers. I do. I know a lot of the major injuries happen because of two people colliding into one another, two heads colliding. But if you take the headers out of the game, I think you could have a, a potentially a safe game. Um, with that said, I know a lot of kids who play soccer, you know, headaches are very common in, you know, participating in that sport because they're doing the headers and, you know, having your child have these persistent headaches, you know, is not going to help, you know, their performance in school or help them to feel good um, day in, day out. Um, one of the things I like about football is that very few teams, when you get to the high school level and college level and professional level, are hitting in practice. Um, so yeah. that has eliminated a lot of the problems. So now, you know, really, if you're if you're protected and you play the game the right way, uh, your chance of injury is a lot less when you're just playing 16 games or you're playing 14 games or 10 games. Um, that's, I think, been a big change. I like that. And if you really think it's about reducing the frequency of these subconcussive impacts over the course of time, because ultimately, you know, in working with a lot of the NFL players, the issue that we are seeing is the degenerative 
diseases are happening early in this population than we would see in the general population. So because I've seen that and I'm so aware of how precious every neuron is in your brain, I'm all about, okay, let's do what we can do to protect the brain. But but I do want to share with you, you know, I played 10 years in my sport. I've fallen off hundreds of times. I've got my brain scanned. You know, I've seen it. I've got great brain habits. And I want to share with parents, you, if you're proactive about it, you can have a healthy life, a long life. You can support your brain health. Dr. Christian Willemeyer with his final moments. And you said the key thing, you know, the, the, the brain is a precious thing. You know, uh, all of us have the ability in life to reach our God-given potential and the brain is an amazing, wonderful thing uh, that God's given us to to give back to the world. And um, one of the things that I wanted to say, too, was is that it controls our mental, our physical, uh, as well uh, as our emotional and spiritual potential, correct? Thank you for bringing that up. It is it's involved in everything we do. So we want to protect it and honor it and do what we can be conscious about taking care of the health and well-being of our brain and we'll have a beautiful life ahead. I, I thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to share this with your audience today. Dr. Christian Willemeyer. Christian, we'll look forward to talking to you soon and thanks for coming on Sold Out Sports Talk. Thanks so much, Roman. Have a wonderful day. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.